Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul, and it's the sixth day of July. We're in Mark chapter 12, and today we get to the heart of the matter, so to speak. Jesus has been asked by the Sadducees what to do about Leverett marriage, the kinsman redemption passage from Deuteronomy. If resurrection is real, remember, they don't believe it is, if it's real, and a woman gets married and doesn't have a kid and the husband dies and then she marries his brother and doesn't have a kid and he dies, etc., etc., etc. When they resurrect, whose wife is she? Because she's had seven husbands. Jesus says you don't know the power of God. This is sort of a way of saying God's power doesn't stop at death. It keeps working. Here's his answer in verses 25 through 27. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage but are like angels in heaven. Now, I want to pause and I want to remind you that the Sadducees don't believe in, I told you a couple things they don't believe in. They don't believe in resurrection. They don't believe in angels. So Jesus goes, not only does he answer, start to answer the resurrection question, he throws in something else they don't believe in. Angels. But concerning the dead that they rise, have you not read in the book of Moses... In the burning bush passage, how God spoke to Abraham saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. You are therefore greatly mistaken. Now, if I were to say I need a verse from the Old Testament that regards resurrection from the dead... I told you this yesterday. You could go to Daniel and you would have a small moment. In fact, I'm just going to go to Daniel. I want to read this. We're not abandoning what Jesus did, but I want to just remind you of this. In the book of Daniel, it says that many who asleep, this is Daniel 12 too, many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame everlasting contempt. And then at the very last verse of Daniel, you go your way to the end, you shall rest and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. Okay, there's a lot of eschatological stuff to deal with there that's not today's podcast. But that's it. That's your most obvious moment in the Old Testament that speaks about resurrection or any kind of true life after death. If I were going to go find a text to work with resurrection, that would be where I would start. Daniel 12. Jesus doesn't do that. Listen again, verse 26. Concerning the dead that they rise, have you not read? Now, if you paused right here, you know Jesus is about to give you a resurrection verse. But look at how he does it. This is incredible. Have you not read in the book of Moses? First of all, the book of Moses is Torah. There's not a singular book of Moses. This was a Jewish way of saying the Torah, the Mosaic writings, which specifically, based on what Jesus is about to quote, is Exodus chapter 3. Okay. Have you not read in the book of Moses in the burning bush passage? That's Exodus 3. He doesn't have chapter and verse, right? Okay. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Notice, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Jesus says he's not the God of the dead, he's the God of the living. Jesus is pointing to the presentness of God in the burning bush. God doesn't say, I'm God. 
I was Abraham's God, and I was Isaac's God, and I was Jacob's God. Instead, Jesus believes that God is speaking as the present God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, though Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had been dead for centuries. And yet, here is God claiming to be their God. Jesus gives commentary. This is an incredible moment in your gospel where Jesus Christ of Nazareth gives a commentary on Exodus 3 and says, He's not the God of the dead. He's God of the living. Therefore, you're greatly mistaken. Now, let's go borrow Luke. Luke chapter 20 tells this same story. I would encourage you to to read it on your own. Luke 20, verses 27 to 40. Listen to how Jesus handles this exact same question, beginning in verse 34. Jesus answered and said, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are counted worthy to attain that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, nor can they die anymore, for they're equal to the angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. Wow. Jesus is absolutely prophesying of his own resurrection, and anyone that comes through him is a son of that same resurrection. And then watch his Exodus 3 work. But even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised. When he called the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. This is almost identical to what he says in Mark. But watch Luke's edition, because we think Luke came later. Listen to this verse, verse 38. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. He's not the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. But to him, everyone lives. Now, does Jesus mean to God, everyone is always alive, even if they've dropped their physical body? Does Jesus try to indicate that God who is not the God of the dead, but of the living, and therefore Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob must still be alive because he's the God of the living? Or does Jesus mean those things and maybe to God, everyone will live? I'm not going to tell you how to interpret it or where to land, but if you want a great little theological thought experiment, pull your Bible out and take Luke chapter 20 verse 38 serious and just stare at it for a while that all live to him and see where that takes you. What a text. We go back to Mark 12 tomorrow. Let me just clean this up and say this. What's the answer that Jesus gives? God's alive and everyone in him's alive. But the kingdom you're asking about doesn't look like the kingdom you live in now. You're thinking in terms of secular human relationships. You're not thinking in terms of the eternal. So it doesn't work that way where you're going. That's the best thing we have. Paul says we'll know as we're known. So I don't think there's any doubt you'll know the people you knew. But the relationships you have will be different in Christ, in that kingdom. We move on. In Mark 12, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.